0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 1216 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, Today's tip features Megan Aroe with some great techniques for using massage and how it can benefit your horse during those dreary cold winter months. And we'll get right to our tip after this from Kentucky Performance Products.
2: Her life was falling apart around her, but when she saw his sweet face and heard the low knicker, the pain eased. She stood in the stall for some time, running a brush over his sleek coat down his powerful muscles and over his tight cool tendons he cocked his back leg waiting patiently she scratched his favorite spot and was rewarded with a crinkled smile and outstretched neck the stress flowed from her body and she knew with him and her life she would make it through this love story is brought to you by endure extra providing high-fat calories, direct-fed microbials, and natural vitamin E to support optimal condition and performance. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today.
0: Well, hi, Megan, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. We always appreciate you coming on.
3: All right, thanks, Glenn. yeah. I'd love to be here
0: well, you know um it's that time of year right now it's the it's winter time and and you get a little bit of winter where you are up in the the great northwest and and we get a little bit of winter here in the east, obviously. um do you find yeah. that horses need more massaging uh at a certain time of year? Does seasons make a difference?
3: Well, I'd say the most obvious factor is that when the weather is better, which is also the same time that show season tends to be, um, when the horses are getting ridden more, they they do need massage even more. But one of the challenges for winter that a lot of people forget about, because a lot of times they'll get massages while they're riding actively and going to their shows, and then in the winter they cut back, which is understandable. But it is also a time when a lot of the horses may be just standing around a lot more and so if they're not getting as much movement massage is one thing that can help um um give some of the benefits that exercise gives without the the stresses that exercise gives right right exactly (laughs) um yeah
0: okay so um so what are we talking about today
3: Well, today I wanted to give a tip on um, a visualization for, uh, I just think of it as um, picturing, thinking of your hands while you're massaging, thinking of your hands as antenna, antenna that can pick up signals from your horse's body. Okay. Um, And if you think of your hands that way, as receivers of information, They'll tend to, you'll tend to stay a little softer in your hands and in your shoulders. You'll also tend to breathe a little better because you won't be trying so hard. You won't be as focused on what you're doing to your horse as what you're picking up from your horse. Okay. Because the massage should really be using your hands to have this conversation with your horse and it needs to be a two-way conversation to be most enjoyable and most beneficial to your horse.
0: And it's actually and it's mostly, really what more you, fun so what you're you. saying is it's mostly about listening. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But you're just using your hands to do it instead of your ears.
3: Yep. And we also do use our eyes a lot, um, listening to the horse. So, you know, watching their facial expression and their body posture. And so that's also important, too. But sometimes, um, well, especially if you have a handler for your horse, you might even have some fun if it's a safe situation and you have to decide that knowing your horse Um, but to have your hands on your horse and close your eyes and just see even just having your hands still on your horse and imagining them as antenna and what what, uh, sensations or images or feelings whatever, however the information comes to you but what you can pick up through your hands on your horse and then also when your hands are moving if they're doing the long strokes, the effleurage strokes, or some other massage technique, there's countless massage techniques. Um, but as you're doing a technique, to also have your hands be listening. And that's not as easy as it sounds, because we we tend to get into doing mode and forget to listen. And as much as possible, you want to do that at the same time. But you know, if it's, if it's hard to do it at the same time, you can alternate also. First do one for a while, and then... Switch to the other
0: mode. So, would you say it's safe to say that if you're having a bad day and you're all stressed out, it's probably not a good day to do a massage on your horse?
3: It might be a great day. Oh, <laughs> but really? Do do be because it might make you feel a lot better. Okay. And and um, and that may or may not, you know, depending on your horse, um, that may or may not be fair to ask your horse. Yeah. You know, right. To help you make, feel better by allowing you to massage them <laughs> but for a lot of horses that that would be fine they okay. would they do enjoy they would enjoy it enough and they are happy to be there for you um uh certainly so i would words, think
0: dogs would be the one that would really you know because they're so pleasing anyway you know yeah. what i mean In that situation, you know, I I think, you know, I know when I'm stressed out and sit on the floor with my greyhound and just sit there and and pet and rub my greyhound, it does de-stress. I mean, it's one of the things that works. Whereas my cat just makes me mad a lot of the time. (laughs) Uh.
3: (laughs) Yeah, no, I'd say the horses, a lot of horses, um, it's going to depend kind of on how much they trust you. Um, But a lot of horses, if they are, you know, pretty trusting of you, they're going to be uh like you described the dogs they're going to be you know there for you and and be happy to help you feel better if they're worried you know if they're worried about their own safety maybe it's cuz you haven't had them very long or they have other you know traumatic past or whatever mm-hmm. um but then then it might be too much to ask of them to be calm for you right <laughs> right rather than the other way around but yeah if you are having a bad day it is a very important point that Maybe it's still okay for you to go massage your horse that day, but but be aware, how are you feeling? You know, stand outside the stall before you go in. Stand outside the stall and just think about, you know, taking some deep breaths and, you know, doing as best you can to let go of whatever's making you upset, whether it's sad or angry or whatever. And... um, when you do open the stall door, maybe stay at the doorway and and wait for your horse to come to you you know be be even more inclined to kind of give your horse the time and the benefit of the doubt um and if you know if they do or when they do come to you, start in, maybe choose slower, easier techniques to do that will be more calming for both of you so it can you know it can change sort of maybe how you begin the massage or how much time you spend massaging, things like that. Great.
0: Um, Yeah. And, you know, I think that this is one, we've mentioned it before uh, doing these tips, uh, but I just want to remind everybody, because we always have new listeners, that this is one area that you probably should learn a little bit more about. Um, You know, we all take lessons in different things that we do. We take lessons when we learn how to drive a car or when we learn how to ride our horse or when you learn how to jump or whatever you're, you're doing with your horse. Um, so, you know, it's one area you can, you can actually have a professional out a couple times a year and you can learn a lot from them and and your horse obviously will get benefits from it. Or you know, mm-hmm. Megan has a book out called The Horse Lover's Guide to Massage. It's on her website at allaboutanimalmassage.com. I highly recommend that you you get the book and and you take some time and study it and do the techniques and follow the instructions in the book and you'll just be so much better at it yourself and you'll feel more confident in what you're doing. Is that wouldn't you say that's true?
3: Yeah, I do. And you know, I'm a <laughs> Kind of addicted to learning about massage there's i've taken thousands of hours of training between human and dog and horse massage techniques and there's just really no end to how much you can learn so it's really fun to get more information and to try new things um and it definitely helps your horse even you know even just learning a little bit of basic stuff you can also learn um some basic uh stuff more than than in this these short segments on the radio but in my free ebook, also, there is a free ebook on the website. And I also do have another ebook out now, um, More Massage Moves for Horse Lovers. So it's a continuation of the printed book.
0: Okay, cool. And you can so find all of that right techniques. on your website then? Yep. And that's all about animalmassage.com. Well, thank you, Megan, and we'll look forward to talking to you again.
3: All right. Thanks, Glenn.
1: Well, there you have it. You can find links to today's guests as well as a lot more tips at horsetipdaily.com. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products and listeners like you. Learn how you can help support Horse Radio Network programming and qualify for auditors-only perks at horsetipdaily.com. And click on the Become an Auditor banner in the center of the page. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back again soon with another tip. Until then, go ride your horse.